Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Tactical Strength and Conditioning Podcast. I am Chris. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about uh, some the use of foam rolling and why it is and it isn't important depending on what your your goal is of the workout. But before we get started, I want everybody to, to know that uh, this podcast is brought by Redcom One. Uh, you can go there for all your supplement needs. Uh, like I stated in one of my podcasts, I've been using their electrolytes. It's called Canteen. I've been using that post-workout, and it's actually really good. I've actually noticed the, the difference in the last two weeks I've been taking it um, post-workout. Uh, and for those of you that want to know why I'm taking a post-workout, you go back to the podcast and listen to the, the post-workout nutrition, and you'll understand why, because there are some good points on uh, why I take that and the green supplement, um, the enzymes post-workout. But you want to pick up some of that, just go over to Recon 1 and use my promo code T20CLEWIS, that's T20CLEWIS, and you'll get 20% off. Also, uh, if you're listening on Anchor or or even if you're not, head over, you can head over to Anchor and you can show your support. If you like the podcast, like the content, you know, you can donate uh, however much you want. And if you can't donate, that's all well and good. Just make sure you uh, share this uh, podcast to a lot of people in the tactical community that's, uh, that are out there that are serving their, their communities and their countries and you know, they need to, you know, understand why they need to work out a certain way and help prevent, you know, injuries uh, on the job from their day-to-day activities. Uh, so that's another way you can support, just uh, like, share, and subscribe uh, to this. Okay, so we're going to get into uh, foam rolling, you know, for... I really don't use it too much for performance. I use it mostly for recovery, but we're going to go over both um, both aspects of it, you know, because, you know, the foam rollers and these massage sticks and all these other things, you know, they, they've been getting a lot of popularity, uh, over the, over the years in the fitness, uh, industry and some strength and conditioning professionals, they recommend them and some of them don't, it's all about, you know, personal preference. Okay. So, but there is evidence, uh, that shows positive effects of foam rolling, you know, with range of motion and recovery and performance, uh, the other day, I actually got into it with this chiropractor on Facebook, or at least, you know, everybody's a chiropractor and a doctor on Facebook. And he said that they're, they're shit, they're, they're not that good. But, you know, when I uh, actually went and I showed him, like, a lot of the research that's being done out there uh, by the NSCA and, and, and various other organizations about how it's improving the recovery of the performance and also the range of motion, you know, he got kind of mad. He didn't want to talk to me anymore, but... Um, you know, just make your own objective opinion. I mean, there are people out there that are doing, you know, studies and researches on this. I am actually giving you one, uh, perspective, um, on what's going on. So, okay. So, you know, despite the, the effectiveness and the mechanisms of, you know, how foam rolling works, uh, they're not uh, fully understood by everybody in the fitness community. Okay, I don't even understand a lot of it. I just don't understand certain certain things. Okay, I do know that when I foam roll certain parts, especially me being in the uh, the military, um, you know, you, you get low back problems. And one of the things I, I, I realize is because of tight hips and, and quad muscles. And foam rolling that out actually really has helped up uh, loosening up 
my, my, my lower back. Um, I'm not saying that's everybody's lower back problem, but that's the thing that, that was with me and the foam rolling actually helped it. Okay, so it's likely uh, that there are acute responses um, in foam rolling that are similar to those elicited by, you know, manual physical therapy or massages. Okay, so, you know, which are thought to be, you know, uh, a neural uh, physiological in, in, in origin. Okay, so many different health uh, professionals, including physical therapists, athletic trainers, even massage therapists, use foam rollers clinically. Okay, now foam rollers and massage sticks, you know, allow individuals to apply manual therapy on themselves. You know, it's, so it makes it portable and it's easier to carry and it's more forms of affordable therapy. So that's something else you might want to look in if you can't spend, you know, $80, or however much it is for a, for a massage, okay? So now for, for the SMR, the, the self-myophysical released SMR, you know, for, for a warm-up. Now, like I said, this all depends on what your goal of the workout is. Now, for me, if, it's, if I'm trying to, you know, do a PR or if I'm trying to lift heavy and stuff like that, then I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that for warming up. Now, if my goal of the workout is to work on my range of motion and my technique and stuff like that, then yes, I'm going to use I'm going to use it to loosen everything up. So, like I said, it depends on the goal of the workout. Okay, so it's been well documented that pre-exercise static stretching can have a negative effect on you know what you're doing if you're doing strength and power. Okay. But, however, foam rolling has been shown to increase the range of motion without uh, decreasing that, that performance in the muscles, okay? So, SMR may be a, a substitute for static stretching before your workout, you know, especially you want to combine that with your dynamic warm-ups. So, you want to do both. You don't want to do one or the other, Okay. So there have been uh, two recent uh, systemic uh, review papers on, on foam rolling that have concluded um, that foam rolling acutely increases the, the joint range of motion and decreases muscle soreness without um, negatively impacting performance. Okay, so, but it should be noted that dynamic stretching and foam rolling elicit similar increases in hip flexion and range of motion. So keep that in mind when you're, when, when you're doing that, okay? Now, this is primarily what I use foam rolling for, is foam rolling for, for the recovery, okay? So, though, you know, the use of the, the, the foam rolling, uh, it may um, also be beneficial for post and in-between workout recovery, um, depending on what you're what you're doing for that workout you know foam rolling has been shown to uh decrease what's known as dom delayed onset muscle soreness okay when perform when following your exercises so you know you have time after your workout you know kind of foam roll out just what you were doing uh for that particular exercise what i usually do is because i do everything at night and and this is something that a lot of you guys can probably try is I actually foam roll and stretch out at night for about like, I do a quick 10 minute stretching routine, a full body stretching routine. And then I, I foam roll a little bit. Then I go and I take a warm shower. And by the time that is done and I'm actually in bed, I'm pretty much out like a light for like 
in like five minutes and I sleep really good throughout the night. So doing it then for me is beneficial, but you know, you pick your own kind of times to do it. But I, I think, especially for you like uh, law enforcement guys out there, this would actually be really beneficial for you uh, after working a long shift because it kind of helps calm you down and kind of gets you relaxed and everything like that. You know, I, I was a, a cop for 10 years and I kind of know, you know, you get on a, your, your shift and you get done with your shift, you're kind of really amped up and it's kind of hard to calm down. So this is one of the reasons why I started doing it before, you know, I started um, going to bed. Okay, so for a lot of you tactical guys out there, especially if you work the the night shift, you know, hey, try this out. You know, stretch, foam roll before you go to bed, and you, you know you'll probably get a lot better quality sleep. Okay, so now there was one study that examined the effect of post exercise foam rolling on the muscle soreness and performance. Okay, now this sub. This study had subjects complete 10 sets of 10 repetitions. You know, they were doing the, the German volume protocol training, okay? And they were doing back squats, and they weren't really doing it too heavy. They were doing about 60% of their one RM, their one rep max, okay? So the subjects who performed 20 minutes of foam rolling session immediately 24 hours to 48 hours after the exercise had significantly lower doms in their quadriceps so they didn't have the delayed onset muscle syndrome in their quads because everybody knows that the squat is a quad dominant exercise okay now the ones that didn't they 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 didn't they pretty much had to suck it up they had doms <laughs> so so yeah you, you know you had one group that did it and one group that didn't do it the one that did actually it it lowered the uh the doms in their quadriceps okay so additionally uh you know the foam rolling recovery works cause faster recovery and the muscle function and measured uh, by their sprint time, their power output, even their dynamic strength endurance uh, for this study. So these are all the benefits that they got from doing this, okay? So so foam rolling has uh, also been shown to also speed heart rate and blood pressure recovery following high-intensity exercises, okay? So that's one of the other things that you know, doing it, especially for your tactical guys, you know, that you're, you're, you're amped up on the job and you're going from call to call to call, you know, and your heart's racing and your blood pressure is going up because it's, it's natural the way the body reacts to these calls that you're going to. So, you know, you do your foam rolling before you go to bed, it's going to start, you know, decreasing a lot of that, your heart rate and your, your blood pressure and everything. And, you know, you'll, like I said, you'll get a lot uh, better quality sleep. Okay. So, you know, Foam, foam roll, um, uh, the density of the foam roller, you know, that you need to, to have, okay? So the increased popularity uh, of, of foam rolling has led uh, to, you know, many different types of foam rollers, which has a softer, a less dense one, a harder one, uh, more rigid. You've seen the one that looks like a Klingon torture device. It's got all, like, all these spikes out there and everything. Um, there are also, you know, multi-level ridge rollers where they have different types of the different levels of spikes that go in there um you know and then they also have uh ridges that you know can isolate uh contact areas as opposed to a standard foam roller now i got one that actually has that and um it's uh the way it's uh contoured the way it, it shows those uh those ridges in between uh it actually is good for my quads to get in there so it can actually get 
the whole quad and also the sides of the quad so I don't have to roll over to one side or the other. I can actually just stay stable in like a plank position and roll my quads over top of it. That's actually really good for that and also it actually helps get the lat muscles a lot better because of the grooves that are in it, okay? So, you know, because of all these different standardized rollers, you know, of course they did like a bunch of research on it. Okay, so a lot of the research suggests that the significantly higher pressure and isolated contact area of the uh, the multi-level ridge roller, the one that had the different ridges, um, it has potentially greater benefits than the other ones, okay? So although the, the high-density rollers are, are more therapeutic, you know, they can cause significant discomfort, you know, during use. For, for those of you that have those, it's it kind of, yeah, it's not pleasant, especially if you're really, really sore, okay? So... Many people begin with the softer rollers and then progress up to the firmer one as, you know, the, the pain increases. Now, the way that I was described that how this has worked, because when you're foam rolling, um, you know, you got these like, there are these roadblocks in between the, uh, the muscle strands. And that's pretty much what it is. They're like knots, little small knots. And basically the foam roller is just massaging those knots, you know, out of there. And that's basically what it is so depending on how badly knotted up you are and where uh, the different types of muscle tissue that you're you're trying to to release well depends on you know what what size foam roller you have but most gyms nowadays they have foam rollers that have different densities i guess you can call it and then you can just kind of pick out one from there and then you know usually you you know, you you can pick up one up. I when I if I travel for for work and stuff like that, I actually have a smaller one that I take and I use it. Especially if you've been sitting on a plane a long time, you know your your hips and and, and your glutes are, are are in that 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 par flex position all the time, and then that's what causes like a lot of tightness in your lower back. So you kind of want to massage all that stuff out. So you know, it's a lot better for for those things like that. Okay, so some of the other things that do is. Um, you know, you, you see these massage balls, you know, the tennis balls and, you know, all these other different types of, of thing. And, you know, the one uh, the one massage ball that I have, it's kind of like uh, about as big as a, um, a softball. And that's actually really, really good for for getting into, you know, that 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 hip muscle right in there. And then for those of you that carry a lot of your weight on your hips, you know, in, in the law enforcement community, that's something that I would recommend and then just, you know, get in the prone position, stick it underneath your hip and just kind of work it in there until you feel that 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 pressure point right in there. I mean, you'll feel it as soon as it hits it. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why, because it's always in that flex position, because if you're sitting down for longer periods of time, you know, that's going to cause with those a lot of those lower back uh, issues is going to be caused from that, not the not going to be totally from that because there's other things that are involved but you know you can try those so that i have that and i use that for for my hips and then you know i have the other foam roller for my legs and and all the other body parts but that's actually really good tennis balls are really good because you know you got you know that arch of your foot that there's a, a pressure point i don't want to say pressure point but um, underneath the archer of the foot that's actually really good. And you kind of want the tennis ball because it's a little bit softer. You don't want anything too hard because, you know, if you're not used to it, it's going to be pretty painful, okay? So you have those other things, and then you also have the, the massage sticks, which, 
have uh, been shown to increase your range of motion, you know, and it doesn't decrease any of the, your muscle strength. Okay, so, you know, what's the optimal, um, I guess, protocol uh, that you can say for uh, foam rolling, you know? So, like I said, you know, it has been shown that to, to cause significant increase in your range of motion, you know, when paired with static stretching routine, it, you know, you should do SMR. Um, so, and there was a recent study that found that this combination significantly increased passive hip flexion and the range of motion compared to foam rolling or static stretching alone. So they did one or the other, and then they did both, and it found out that it increased the range of motion, and then the hip flexion was a lot better, okay? So, you know, one, one protocol that has been shown to be effective um, in a lot of the literature that I found when I was doing the research on this, it, you know, involves, you know, rolling the length of the muscle three to four times over the course of a minute, you know, and then rest for 30 seconds, and then you go back into it. So it's almost like you're doing a set, you know, you're doing it three or four times for, and each time you're doing it, you're doing it for a minute, and then you rest 30 seconds, and you go back over, you know. So you do that, um, and it's actually going to uh, kind of help you uh, with your, your range of motion. Okay, so, uh, you know, the use of foam rollers, you know, and other other uh, devices that I that I went over, uh, it's it's a time and cost efficient method to inc increase your performance in your recovery. You know, especially like I, like I say for you tactical guys out there, especially law enforcement. You know, doing this like after your shift, it's actually really going to help you kind of relax and be able to get that good quality sleep that you that you need. Especially when you work midnight. I work midnight to eight in the morning, and that was a bitch trying to get to sleep in the morning uh but once i started doing the, like the stretching and the foam rolling and everything um i actually got a lot better quality sleep and it was a lot better you know when i was actually on the job and stuff like that so one of the most uh common mistakes i guess using uh foam rollers or or other devices is is everybody goes too fast okay and one of the reasons uh for that uh is because of the discomfort and or slight pain that you might feel when you hit one of those trigger points. Okay, and that's normal when uh, working with sensitive areas. Uh, I know, you know, my glutes, uh, when, I, when I foam roll those out, it's really kind of one of the areas that I don't want to stay in too long because once you hit that, that trigger point, you want to stay there for, for, you know, about a good 10 seconds and kind of make sure that it's really getting in there and loosening in that, that, that tightness up. So I can kind of understand why you wouldn't want to hang out in that one particular spot and you kind of want to just kind of move it around and stuff like that. So that's, that's understandable, but you also got to put it in your mind that, you know, eventually it's, it's going to start working everything out. It's not going to be as bad and as, and it's, you know, it's better for you because you're going to get the full benefit of the therapy for, 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 for doing this. Okay. So you, when you move too quickly, you know, over these areas, that's what it is. You take, you take away the benefit of the, the foam rolling and what you're trying to accomplish. Okay. So, you know, although it, it may be effective, it, it can, it's always advisable, you know, to contact or talk to your doctor, you know, before, you know, 
beginning this type of self-treatment, you know, like anything that, that I talk about on here, um, you guys uh, don't just go ahead and do it. I'm not a medical professional, you know, I'm just a, a, a nerd who knows a lot about exercise and lifting weights and, and, and nutrition and stuff like that because, you know, I've studied a lot of, over the years, I'm, you know, and I, I go to school for this stuff and, and you know, I have um, memberships to the NSCA and all these other stuff so I can read like a lot of these research papers and do like a lot of this uh, stuff um, that uh, pertains to this, okay? So... You know, before you go and you start doing anything, please, like I said, you know, always consult your doctor, you know, especially like if uh, before, like, like a lot of the stuff that I recommend for post-workout nutrition and, and, and supplementation and stuff like that, always, always, always talk to your doctor. I mean, that's one of the things that I actually am pretty adamant about. I don't trust anybody. I mean, because I, I compete in, um, in men's uh, physique. And this one prep coach, he wanted to look at my blood work. And I'm like, look, dude, I said, you're not my doctor. I don't know who you are. You can recommend anything you want. I'm not going to listen to you. I trust my doctor. I've been with him for years. And the guy's going to give me what he thinks is best. So, you know, if the doctor, you know, if you go and talk to him. He says, yeah, no, I think that would be beneficial for you. Then, hey, rock on. Go to it. Do what you need to do. Okay, so that's going to do it for the podcast today. I hope you guys all learned something. I hope you enjoyed uh, the information that was being put out. Uh, if you did, like I said, you know, share this with your, your, your family and friends, especially if they're, you know, um, and it, it's not just for, for tactical uh, uh, guys. It's also some, a lot of the stuff I'm, I'm, I'm hitting on is also pertains to everybody out there in general. I just gear it more towards that community because I spent pretty much my adult life you know, in the military and as a first responder in contract security uh, doing high threat protection overseas. So I kind of gear it more towards that. But, you know, a lot of the stuff that I do cover um, can pertain to just about anybody. Uh, So if you found this interesting and everything, you know, hey, you know, subscribe to the channel, you know, share it with your friends. Uh, if you can, you know, if you, if you can donate, it'd be much appreciated. Like I said, your donations are going to go to an actual website that I'm actually going to start, uh, getting together. And it's just going to be, it's going to be membership based, but it's not going to be like a huge membership fee. Like there are a lot of people out there that, you know, they're charging like 20 or $30 to go on their website to get programs and all this other stuff. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm going to try and keep it around five dollars maybe ten dollars it it all depends but you know your donations from the podcast are going to go for that so you guys can have a membership you know you can go there and you can find workout programs you can do the workout programs and you can get like other stuff like my youtube channel is going to be on there for proper way to do the exercise exercise techniques and you know nutrition and healthier healthier eating uh, also that so that's all going to be on you know, the website. And that's what your, your donations are going to go to. Um, especially, like I said, like a lot of you tactical guys out there, you got so much other stuff that you got to worry about. You shouldn't really have to worry about what you need to do in the gym. It's, it's so much nicer when you have someone else that develops a good program for you. And all you have to do is just go in there and follow it. (laughs) You know, it's, it's a lot better. So that's what your donation is going to go for. And it's, you know, I'm going to try and keep it the, the membership as low as I can to help everybody out, especially in these trying times with what all is going on and everything. So 
That's it for the podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Everybody, please have a safe week out there. Um, And everybody, you know, stay safe and be healthy. And I will talk to you on Friday or Saturday. I'm going to probably do another supplement review, probably this time beta alanine and and some of the good good, uh, effects that um, it has. Okay, so until Friday, uh, you guys all have a good week and please stay safe out there.